Good morning, everybody. Again, we're back. It's the Gene and Steve show. So that's not the right name, I don't think. B&L Pipe Co. Show. I kind of like the name, though. Yeah, God, we got to work on that name. We're going to come up with something real. We'll come up with something. Oh, Gene and Steve sounds better, I think. GNS, S and G. I don't know. We'll come up with something. We're going to come up with something real clever, though, eventually. So, but, uh, so now I waste, now I wasted about, we won't. Kayla will. Kayla, she is pretty creative. So let's waste some more time on talking about things we don't have, like a name. So, all right. So today we are back at you talking about, uh, continuing on with our discussion of why distribution. Uh, and this is, uh, Episode two, our second installment, right? That's correct. So, uh, the first installment, I guess, let's just uh, to kind of review where we were. We were talking a little bit more about uh, the supply chain and OCTG distribution and some of the players that were involved, and and again, what a what me what a real distributor looks like. Uh, you remember that, Gene? Do you, I, I yeah. barely, barely, yeah. Yes, I remember that. Steve. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was just what a week ago or so, but correct. But anyway, so I'll kind of just kind of review some of the things that we talked about. Uh, we were we talked a little bit about distributors and what a distributor looks like, and one of the main things is that a distributor is carrying inventory. inventory. <laughs> That's a big a big th- part of uh, being a distributor. Uh, also, they have uh, financial fortitude uh, to carry that inventory, and mill relationships are are very important because um, again. Not only are the mill relationships important, so you can carry that, buy that inventory and carry that inventory, but the mills also kind of hire distributors to sell their product and, and be the stockist. So, so we kind of ended uh, with the discussion of how do you know whether you're dealing with a distributor or whether you're dealing with an agent or a broker? And some of the simple questions were, okay, well, how much inventory do you have? And uh, Gene, I think one of yours was, "Where does your money come from?" Because uh, that's that's kind of important. That's um, very important. Yeah, yeah. And and then of course, um, not only just uh, you know how much inventory are you carrying and where does your money come from, but what mills do you officially represent and what mills have hired you to do their job of selling their pipes. So so that don't want to get into too much detail you if you heard the last episode that's kind of what we talked about so today and if you haven't go back and listen to yeah please do yeah i mean it's it might be hard to get online because we the million listeners tends to clog up the the airways yeah the airways but uh but you know just be patient and you'll enjoy the episode but so episode two of why distribution we're going to talk more about uh this new model that's kind of been uh i guess implemented by one of the mills called rig direct or rig mill, direct. mill direct that's correct mill direct rig direct yeah so we kind of wanted to talk a little bit about uh about that because that's obviously uh if you're going from a manufacturer directly to an end user uh that's kind of cutting out uh the, the middleman uh, which usually sounds like a great idea uh i think typically people think that but at the end of the day i think uh it's 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 we're very we're obviously we're a little bit biased, but that's that's in the in the situation of OC, OCTG distribution, that's not really the best thing to do. No, so, middleman really simplifies it. Too yeah, much. yeah, and I I, I think I think I, that's a good point. I think I think part of the uh, the this whole mill direct uh, concept, uh, it, it really kind of comes from more of uh, markets that are 
not in the United States because the United States is a, is a unique market, very fragmented point. market. Yeah, yeah. Over five hundred drillers. Yeah. Any given month. Oh yeah. Uh, everybody's got a different string design. Everybody's got different ways of doing business. Um, there's pad drilling. There's cube drilling. There's mm-hmm. there's. It's not like in Africa. Yeah. In Chad, for instance, where there's one major oil and gas company running one string design. Yeah. It's pretty easy to cut out the middleman. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Ship that, it to a yard. And, good point. There's really no need for the middleman. But when you bring in that kind of a fragmented market, and you have so many different operators that are buying pipe, and everyone's a different casing design and all those kinds of things, it's hard for any, but any one company to be so, everything to everybody. And so... Uh, so again, uh, I think that largely has a lot to do with why cutting out the middleman is not a good idea in the United States. And from that standpoint, um, you know, this distribution model, which we've seen from this this mill direct model that we're seeing in the market right now, Gene, you said it to me once, and I thought it was uh, it was a very very astute thing that you said, which is a little bit unusual coming from you, but <laughs> this time you really hit the nail Jake on Maggie. the <laughs> hit the nail on the head, which is. What that mill is doing, it's it. You can call it what you want. It's still a distribution model. Uh, that disguising. The, yeah, it's a dis. Yeah, it, somewhat. It's well. I mean, they're stocking pipe. Um, have a yard. Have have yards and all that kind of stuff. It's it's still a distribution model. Uh, I think one of the key points of so if it's a distribution model and the mill's willing to do it, uh, isn't that a good thing? And I think that's probably what a lot of customers would say. Well, that sounds sounds pretty good to me if they're going to do all those services. But one thing it does cut out is competition. That's correct. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's great that uh, Mills. And one of our cliches around here is they try to control the market. Yep. It's our job to bring our customers the market. Yes, that's that's big uh, difference. That is a big difference. Is control. It's in our opinion. It's it's it is a. It is a, a drive to control uh, things better for their betterment. And, again, it cuts out competition, and competition is a good thing at the end of the day. I mean, That's it's, correct. Competition is what keeps prices uh, stable. Um, competition is what lets those drilling engineers, uh, when they need to change a design, they can change a design. Uh, it's very, they have options. Yeah, yeah. Simple options absolutely we bring numerous options absolutely as you say we bring the market to the customer as opposed to trying to dictate to the customer what the market is which is huge and the middleman in my opinion we keep going to that back to that word uh we're much more than a middleman yeah much well, more than a middleman. and i excuse me I, I think part of also the the drive it wasn't just the international market that drove a company to think, well, we're going to go mill direct. Um, I think it's also a misunderstanding of how distribution works in the United States uh, from that company. Uh, you were talking about middleman, and, and as we said in our previous episode, uh, there's a lot of different, there's a few different players in the OCTG distribution supply chain. Uh, some of those are distributors, some are kind of act more as wholesalers, some agents, some brokers. And I the, and again, the distributors are the ones that are financing the operation, the OCTG operations in the industry for largely. And so, so yeah, it's um, I think because of that, that's something that was maybe lost. Um, of mm-hmm. course, they're probably trying to the, that com- particular company is probably finding it 
uh, a little bit more cumbersome to carry all this inventory that we've been been doing and it's quite quite frankly it's probably much more expensive than they expected I'm sure um, it is and and, and again uh, the the you know the distributors because there's a lot of competition in distribution too that though you know it's it'd be great to be able to uh, price your product wherever you want to but that that competition in distribution also uh, make sure that distributor margins are kept in check and you know I, I you might find it find it hard for me to believe that I'm saying that you know it's that's that's a good thing but it is that's a good thing for our customers it's a good thing for a healthy market that sure. distribute mar- because of the competition and distribution that's also uh, those margins are kept in check I don't think where uh, maybe some of the a manufacturer that's thinking about going direct and saying well I'm going to cut out that margin I think they have a, a, a they they have a perverse um, uh, thought process of what that margin actually Definitely. is, wouldn't you say? I would say so. Yeah, I would say so. And, and just taking it another step deeper, um, we always the things that we do for our customers, um, what we call our network of experts, um, the mill direct model. They don't have the relationships that we have with numerous pipe yards, numerous thread shops numerous inspection companies, things of that nature, where we're, we're using them all the time. We have leverage with those companies, and we have old, 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 old relationships with most of them. Uh, this mill direct model, this large mill, does not have those relationships. Yeah. So they're, <clears throat> they're concentrating on their, their thread options coming out of the mill. One set of threads. Mm-hmm. We can go to any thread shop, and they're qualified to cut every every thread that we need them to cut going from all the major domestic mills that mm-hmm. supply semi-premium premium things of that nature they're going to cut those threads yeah is the mill direct model are they going to have to do it at their yard at their shop at their mill yeah uh where where does the and the sense of urgency that comes with that I don't think it's there. That's a good point. And the, so the mill direct model, um, I'll, I'll say it in a, maybe a different way, is that mill direct model is pretty risky. Uh, I'll, I'll use an example of a, I remember it was a few years ago that one of our major sources um, of pipe had a problem. They had a machine, a major, a major malfunction on their uh, manufacturing line. It wasn't their fault. It was just, it just happened. Uh, they, they called exactly up and, what I was thinking. About yeah, they called was... up and said, "Hey, we, you know, we're we're in trouble here. We're we might not be able to fulfill your orders for the next few weeks." And that did that impact our customers at all? No, we circled the wagons. We uh, we told we went to our customers, explained the situation. Our customers were understanding about it. We were able to bring in other sources, and that that from a customer standpoint, there wasn't a hiccup at all. Now, a mill direct model when a customer gets lined up with one mill, one mill only, and they're do every, and that mill is, is, is the one that's responsible for supplying them. If that big machine goes down, they're in big trouble. Now they mm-hmm. got to go try to find, find pipe out in the market. And so what is that, where does that customer go? They go to the distributors that are that's out right. there carrying inventory. So, so there is an enormous amount of value um, in in the distribution uh, model in the United States, and so so again, it's um, uh, we're we're obviously we do have a biased opinion. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to anybody here on the air that uh, 
that it, it, it's a biased opinion, but we do believe in the value that we provide our customers uh, and, and the services that we do. And Gene, I like I've always liked your your comment of the network of of experts. Um, if if there's a threader that is it can't make it happen at two in the morning on a Saturday Saturday night. Um, we have other guys that uh, probably can because uh, we right. know we know how to get things done very quickly. It's hard to do. For, it's hard for a mill to do that to respond that quickly. And I don't think they understand how important that is. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's and I, and I think eventually they will because uh, again to just kind of reiterate and kind of come back to I, I don't. It's the mill direct model sounds really good when you first hear about it. But really, what it comes down to is it's about control. It's it's about it's about uh, a company wanting to control uh, control the market. And at the end of the day, that's that's not a good thing. That's not a good thing. Yeah. So now we've hammered that home. I'm sure <laughs> it's probably pretty obvious what our opinion of the of of Mill Direct is. Um, and hopefully, we've kind of given everybody some food for thought and, and, and why why distribution is important. Uh, of course, the this two two episode two podcast uh, series was was to define uh, why distribution is important, why there, there's value. I think we I think we've done a pretty good job of that. I think uh, so. But I think the be- the better way for us to uh, to prove it is for the customers to buy pipe from us and experience the B and L pipe go away. <laughs> there you go. There's the commercial. There's the commercial. Yep, yep. Well, you know, at the end of the day, you got to throw that in there, right? That's exactly so why we're doing this yeah absolutely absolutely so i hope you've enjoyed this episode today we've uh, enjoyed bringing it to you um we'll probably you'll all throughout these episodes you'll probably hear us talk a little bit about this subject occasionally here and there um maybe not devote a whole episode to it but uh you'll but hear it's us not all gonna be about pipe either no no we're we're gonna have some other things we got some other things in mind that we're gonna talk about so so yeah it's um it's it's uh it's gonna be a fun time doing these things uh this is our i guess our third one uh so we're gonna get better um uh, hopefully it's getting better <laughs> hopefully we'll get better for for figuring out how to work a microphone <laughs> yeah that you got to be in front of it yes that helps <laughs> i get that so anyway well thank you hey cody kaylee y'all have anything y'all want to no no cody's giving me the cut sign and Kayla's Kayla just picked up the bike though she's getting ready to I I never know if you're gonna ask me a question or not so I better be prepared I would like for you to sing the Aggie war hymn I'm okay you really don't want to hear that no I don't no I I, kind of sucks that our boss is a longhorn I know I know well too bad for you (laughs) I'm the old it's good to be on top (laughs) yeah All right. Well, everybody, thank you for listening. Uh, and again, we'll, uh, we'll be right back at you here on the next episode and look forward to uh, visiting with you then. Thank you. Goodbye.